Hey everybody, it's Will here. Thanks so much for tuning into another episode of the Tea Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be taking a jump back to Sencha uh, to finish off two more teas that uh, I've been saving for a little while. Um, so these are unshaded Senchas. We've talked a lot about um, shading when it comes to green teas. And um, when a tea is exposed to sunlight, it's actually going to start to convert these sweet theanine uh, amino acids into more bitter catechins. Um, and this is actually going to make the tea a little bit drier, uh, which some people actually like. I don't personally like these teas more, but um, something that a lot of tea lovers are looking for is um, these slightly drier teas, just like um, you know, sweet wines versus dry wines. Um, some people actually prefer that that characteristic, that that um, kind of that consistency on the tongue that's just like a little bit challenging. Um, so I think you'll like these teas. Uh, the first one is the Organic Sencha Isagawa, uh, and this is a tea that we picked up in the Organic Village of Isagawa. So that's where the name comes from. It's this uh, little co-op of small farmers um, that produce tea, kind of basically right in their backyard, essentially, um, and. Uh, they all kind of share a uh, common space so there's one small field next to another and they all kind of like look out for the land together they, they make sure that there's no pesticides used on the land um, that's the most important thing and they also have a really great um, quality control when it comes to the tea produced there so uh, the farmers that we work with source from this area because uh, they really trust the quality assurance um, as well as the uh, attention to detail that comes with these small family farms so really happy to be working with um, this organic village of Isagawa uh, and I think you'll really like this tea so let's go ahead and open this up Again, this is an unshaded sencha, so the leaves are going to be a little bit lighter. The aroma is going to be a little bit different as well. Sometimes you can kind of smell the um, the sweetness of a tea. Just you know, you can kind of tell the content of theanine in there if it's going to be a really sweet and savory tea or if it's going to be a little bit drier. Here, there's a little bit of a cereal note coming off of the leaves. So that's very interesting, um, a little bit more of like a kind of like uh, cereal grains like oats or wheat or something like that. A little bit more subdued, not really in your face with these kind of um, sweet uh, vegetal notes. It's, it's a little more subdued. Um, so let's go ahead and steep this. I'm going to use a little bit warmer temperature because I'm actually trying to get some of this dryness out of it. So I'm going to go for 160 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, and what this is going to do is I'm, I'm actually trying to extract some of the catechins here. So um, catechins are extracted at a higher temperature and theanine is extracted at a lower temperature. Um, well, theanine is also extracted at a higher temperature, obviously, but um, the catechins kind of um, basically overshadow uh, the theanine when the tea is brewed at a higher temperature. That's why when you brew tea too hot, uh, it's gonna get too bitter because it's gonna extract so many of these catechins that they overshadow the sweet and savory theanine. Um, so that's why a tea like Yokoro, which is kind of a celebration of this sweet and savory flavor, we have to brew that really cool because um, we don't want the many of the catechins to get into the tea. Um, but with this tea, we're actually trying to extract these a uh, little bit drier, a little bit more astringent components, a little bit citrusy, you might say. Um, so we are going to go a little bit uh, higher with the temperature. I think we're around 70 degrees Celsius or so. Um, so let's go ahead and pour that out. 
the color is really light yellow. Um, actually looks really, really nice. It's a little bit cloudy here. Mm. Wow, that's really nice. It's like a, it's like a sweet lemon kind of flavor. Hmm. Yeah, very, very citrusy. It's almost like, it's almost like when you're cooking with a little bit of, a little bit of sweetener, a little bit of sugar, but also a little bit of lemon zest. It's kind of got that, um, a kind of citrusy aroma, but not not too, not too acidic. Just like. Yeah, not too acidic, just just kind of sweet but citrusy. It's really nice, um, light lemon, lemon lime maybe a little bit. It's really nice. So right away, I'm noticing this this kind of citrusy, um, a little bit of sweetness to it. It's, it's a softer citrusy. It's not an acidic citrusy. Um, but I'm trying to see what else I get. I'm getting a little bit of these a little bit of these cereal notes but again it's mostly just the citrusy flavor kind of like this lemon zest that I'm getting with it and definitely quite full body there's there's um, a lot of depth in the aftertaste the, uh, the the first the first impression of this tea is kind of very light and um, aromatic and citrusy but then there's definitely a lot of depth to it in the aftertaste I would say that this tea has a little bit of bitterness to it, um, but it's definitely not not going to overshadow any of the um, the lighter, more aromatic notes of the tea. It's just uh, definitely good to have some dimension to the tea. So I'm really impressed by this tea. Usually, I I kind of avoid these these drier scents, but but this one's really good. Definitely hits its target in terms of flavor. There's this. Um, you know, very obvious emphasis on these citrusy notes. Little bit of grassiness, but it's it's played down a little bit towards the middle of the of the tasting. So first first taste is kind of like this this sweet citrusy sweet lemon. Then you get a little bit of this grassiness, a little bit of the cerealness, and then kind of a a bold, um, slightly bitter finish, which a lot of people like in a tea. We often uh, characterize bitter or astringent as a negative side to the tea, but that's not always the case. Um, as with everything else, the flavor is kind of more of an opinion. Um, some people really like the bitterness in a tea. They really want to have kind of a strong, bold finish, um, and that's something that, that they get with a little bit of a drier or more bitter um, sencha. Um, so I, I don't want too much of my own personal bias to come through here in this review. Um, you know, I prefer these sweeter uh, Gyokuro and Kabusecha, but um, you know, this is definitely a tea that I am enjoying right now that I think a lot of people will, particularly if you enjoy these kind of uh, a little bit more bitter or citrusy notes. So let's go ahead and take it for the second steeping. I'm going to use the same temperature water, but for 20 seconds. I'm going to try to concentrate a little bit, so I'm using less water. I 
and using less water is something I like to do in these, these fast tastings because um, it's less liquid to drink, but it's also more concentrated. So it's very easy to pick out these um, subtle flavor differences. Um, and it also keeps it moving so I don't have to drink too much tea. So you're welcome to use more if you want, um, or you could uh, use less water and make a more concentrated brewing. I find that um, at least where I am right now, I kind of like to have a slightly smaller cup of tea, but have the, the flavor be more concentrated and more engaging. Oh, wow. This is really good. Yeah, I'm starting to get, I think the, the sweet lemon is kind of morphing into um, a grapefruit, I would say. It's kind of, um, you know, grapefruit is a little bit less sweet and a little bit more bitter and full-bodied than, um, than a lemon, I would say. I'm getting a little bit of a floral note, actually, towards the middle. It's like a little bit of a jasmine. So these floral notes are actually very uh, rare in Japanese green teas. They're a little more common in Chinese teas, uh, particularly like an oolong, for example, or a Taiwanese oolong as well. Um, so these are something that is rare with Japanese green teas, but you, you definitely do see it every once in a while. I've been noticing it with um, the matcha kakitsubata, which is also from this same area. Um, and I think that that's, that's just something that can sometimes shine through um, from, uh, from a green tea. So I definitely get this kind of, it's a bitter grapefruit in the beginning, and then it's kind of like this, this aromatic, perfumey, um, jasmine flavor in the middle. And then it kind of finishes up with that same kind of, uh, bold, bitter flavor, bold, bitter finish almost. Yeah. I've, I've actually been surprised at how much complexity comes with this tea. I, I kind of, have not thought so strongly of it because I don't really um, prefer these these unshaded senches. I prefer more of the sweeter ones. Um, but this is really a learning experience for me as well. I can get a lot out of this tea, um, and I'm really enjoying this session. I'm really surprised how much I enjoy this session. I'm learning that these drier senches can sometimes take on these more floral notes. Um, also, I'm noticing kind of really appreciating the difference between kind of like a lemon uh, flavor from a grapefruit flavor. So lemon is a little bit lighter and sweeter and grapefruit is a little bit more bitter, a little bit more structured. And that's what I'm getting here with the second one. A lot of times essential will pick up more acidity in the second steeping. And I think that's kind of what's going on here. It's, uh, it's getting a little bit more acidic, a little bit bolder. But let's see how the third steeping goes. I'm gonna use the same amount of water and uh, do a 20 second brewing. And I actually have no idea which direction this is gonna go. Is it gonna be more like the first one or is it gonna be more like the second one? We'll see. I'm just gonna use a little bit of water this time again to concentrate a little bit more and really draw out some of these flavor characteristics um, and see how this one changes from the first to the second to the third. So let's go ahead and pour this out. The color's definitely getting a lot more greener. So it's kind of like becoming this a little bit more murky, cloudy, uh, greenish yellow color. Definitely not green like a Fukumushi second steeping, but um, it is getting a little bit of that greenness to it. So this floral note's actually coming to the forefront now. It's the first thing I taste when I sip this third steeping. 
kind of like this light, playful floral note dancing on the palette. And then it still has like kind of that bitter, more structured finish to it. Definitely getting a little bit of the acidity with this third steeping. Um, that's to be expected. The, the, the acidity really comes out more in the second and third steepings of a tea. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any grassiness here. It's, it's really kind of on these, it's, it's a little bit too dry to be um, kind of a grassy flavor. It's a little bit more, a little bit more floral, a little bit more citrusy. There's a little bit of an asparagus or, a, or an artichoke, but it's definitely really more of this kind of like citrusy and floral notes. So this was a really fun tea for me to taste. I really learned a lot um, about these unshaded sencha's, and I hope you guys did too. Um, and so, you know, try this one, compare it to some of the other sencha's that you've had in the past, and see how it compares. I think you'll notice that, you know, right away, there's a big difference between a shaded sencha and an unshaded sencha. Um, and I think that's the most important uh, characteristic uh, to be able to identify when it comes to a sencha. There's, there's two uh, main camps, there's the unshaded and the shaded. And while most of our teas are shaded, we do have a few sencha's that are a little bit drier, um, which are quite nice and definitely something, uh, a good way to change up the palate. You know, you, you've been having so many shaded sencha's uh, just to keep the palate fresh. Maybe you wanna try the Isagawa or something, or maybe even a Kukicha to, to challenge your palate a little bit more and see what you can get out of it. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I hope you got a lot out of this tasting. I hope you enjoyed the tea. Um, and in the next episode, we're going to be tasting a tea that's a little bit similar to this one. So stay tuned. <laughs>